0: What are we even talking about, Mike? Hmm? What are we talking about?
1: Oh, we're going to get in the weeds. That's what we're going to do. I hope you're ready.
0: <laughs> oh, great. You never know what's going to come out of my mouth.
1: Same okay, Lacey. All right, back at it. Mortgage Moves Podcast with mega producer, huge real estate mogul of the Tri-Cities, Oregon, now Idaho, Lacey Blackman. Lacey, how you doing?
0: Hey, good. How about you?
1: Not too bad. Thanks for coming in. Yeah. I know you got a crazy schedule and you know it's always it's always good when people swing by to visit us and
0: you basically hog tied me to get me here.
1: I mean, you gotta do what you gotta do. (laughs) Times are rough. So tell me about your start in real estate.
0: My start in real estate, um it was kinda interesting. I was working for corporate America and I found What is that? Corporate America.
1: Oh, just, just in general corporate yeah. America. Yeah, oh, okay. Gotcha. Duh, so stupid. <laughs> Go ahead.
0: I was working for a company as a district manager for a staffing agency and I felt super micromanaged and I say suffocated. Mm-hmm. I felt like, um, my potential was held down by the corporate structure. Right. And, um, my son got diagnosed with rheumatoid arthritis and a couple of sleep disorders and, um, I kept having to pick him up from school and right. he would fall asleep and randomly fall asleep standing up and weird stuff like that. Oh, and wow. so I was bringing him to my office, hoping I didn't get in trouble, you know? And so, um, at some point I was like, you know what, I've got to have a job where I can pick up my laptop and I can be home with him. Right. Um, or at least take him home, you know, and have, and supervise him. So, um, that was a big why for me is like being able to, you know, be with my son when he needed me, um, take him to appointments in Seattle and things like that. So um, that's how I ended up getting into real estate. My realtor actually recruited me. Who's your realtor? Uh, Tanya Kelly's with Windermere.
1: Shout out to Tanya.
0: Yeah. I got a lot of respect for her.
1: Heck yeah. You still keep in contact with her?
0: I do. Yeah. Right on.
1: And how, how long have you been in, in the game?
0: Actually, a couple days ago. I hit seven years.
1: Seven years. Well, you are like a veteran? So you and Sam came in the industry about the same at the same time.
0: Yeah. That was the best thing. Cause we met within two years of, um, getting into the industry mm-hmm. and it was like her hustle match my hustle. And so it was a perfect match.
1: Yeah, you guys, you guys' worth work ethic is so similar yet. You guys are so different. I know it just, just works.
0: That's what I was saying is like, she's the analytical version of me. <laughs> For <laughs> sure.
1: Absolutely. So you may not know this, but you know, I mean, you do know that I haven't been in, in a mortgage game that long. You know, this is, this is year two, uh, I don't hide that at all because I had a phenomenal first year and, you know, this, this year is going to be even better. Mm-hmm. Um, you were my first deal.
0: Really? I, yeah. I didn't know that.
1: No, we were. Huh. Yeah. I had no idea. Crazy. Yeah. House in Benton City. Oh, gosh. I was still balancing my, my work out at Hanford. Uh-huh. You know, t- <laughs> it's so funny. I was like, like taking calls and, and doing stuff in like an outhouse, like a blue room, <laughs> like a porta potty. <laughs> Cause I was so scared about like ethics and compliance coming at me. Like, yeah. you know, just. Mismanagement of time, and you yeah. know, did I blur blur the lines? Absolutely, but yeah. I made it work. Then eventually got too busy and had to had to just leave altogether because yeah, I don't I didn't want to keep doing that because that's not
0: and that's kind of what I was talking about the corporate structure. I was doing the same thing. I was doing my real estate classes on my lunch break and
1: oh oh I got my license work. at work.
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm like maybe during work I was doing that. Yeah, so I, I know the feeling for sure.
1: Mm-hmm. Heck yeah! So here we are, almost a year later. So that was that was last February.
0: Wow, awesome.
1: Yeah. You actually, survived. Actually, uh, so I talk more. I don't. I don't think I talked to you, Period. This is more with Tiffany. So, um, mm-hmm. how how's you and Tiffany's uh relationship going? I mean, your dynamic has see somewhat so much shifted over in the past couple months.
0: Yeah. So uh, those who don't know, Tiffany is my assistant. She's also my best friend of twenty years. Uh, we met in college and. She's also my,
1: very different personalities. So she, odd that you guys are friends because you guys are so different.
0: Oh, uh, she's my polar opposite. I always say she's my second child mm-hmm. um, <laughs> because I am business smart and she's not. She's very um, checklist type person, which mm-hmm. is why I knew she was the perfect match for me because she loves to sit behind the desk and crank out the the to do list. And I like my feet on the ground getting shit done. Right. And So. Uh, we're the perfect match as far as a team um, over the last couple of months. Um, I've been one of those friends who is pretty raw, pretty honest, and I will push you to your limits. And she needs that. She's one of those comfort zone people. And mm. I'm not a comfort zone person. Right. If, get I'm, out of it. if I'm comfortable, I know that I need to take another leap.
1: Hence it's my Idaho license. So, so important to to get stay out of that comfort zone. Because once you get comfortable, you just you're not going to move up. You're not going to progress in anything you're doing.
0: Yeah for me, it bores me. Like I hate being stagnant. And Mm -hmm. so she's one of those people. And so I've, I've pushed her and I pushed her a little bit into sales and I said, you know, it's fine being an admin. It's fine being my assistant, but I want more for you and you need to want more for yourself. And so we're, we're gradually pushing her into sales, which is definitely uncomfortable for her, but, Mm -hmm. um, I, I think that she'll adapt.
1: Yeah, I've I've slowly seen the rollout with the pictures, and you know the more social media stuff, and just mm-hmm. it's 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 awesome because I love Tiffany. She's she's great.
0: Yeah, if you knew the person she was 20 years ago, um, or even five years ago, mm-hmm. I mean, I think that it's amazing what she's accomplished in such a short amount of time. Oh yeah,
1: just health wise, I mean, she's she's a monster working out. I mean, you are as well because I and mean, everybody are. that follows you is, is well aware you're. Uh, <laughs> Your gym time.
0: Yeah. And you know where that came from? Um, Tiffany's always, she's never given up. She will power through anything. You know, she'll die before she gives up. Um, And I always tell her lazy body, lazy mind. And so if you roll out of bed at nine o'clock and your mind is slow, your day is slow, everything is slow And so in 2020, when they shut down the gyms, that was huge for her. Like that really affected her. Mm -hmm. And I I remember sitting in my car and looking at her and saying, okay, we're on the friend side right now. And you need to go back to the gym. Mm
1: -hmm. Lazy
0: body, lazy mind. And I didn't hire you to be lazy. And she took it like a champ. So
1: yeah, I know she's a big orange theory girl
0: <laughs> for now. <laughs> for We're going to change that.
1: <laughs> Are you trying to recruit her to where you go now?
0: Um, yeah, I'm trying to get her into, cause they do nothing
1: but cardio at, at orange theory, right?
0: That's the thing. And I, I feel like you plateau easy when you just go and run a mile and row a mile and, you know, and so uh-huh. lifting those weights, cause she's lost so much weight that I think Definitely. it's important to lift and, you know, tighten the, the skin that you've, you know, she's lost over a hundred pounds.
1: Wow. Mm-hmm. It's phenomenal. Mm-hmm. So where did you get your real estate start at?
0: Um, I started in the Tri-Cities. Um, what company? With Windermere.
1: Windermere. How long were you with them?
0: I was with them a little over four years. And then I left them early 2020 because I, w- I was dual How early? licensed. Um, I think maybe January. Oh, wow. I can't remember. But I left them because I got dual licensed and I had been dual licensed. But it's very expensive when you go across straight, state lines and have... You know, two caps and franchise fees and all of that kind oh, of stuff. Imagine. And so, knowing that I wanted to go bigger, it was very important to look at a fee structure. And so, I ended up at EXP Realty.
1: And at that point, were you on somebody else's team? Were you solo dolo? H- how were you? How were you operating when you when you went on board with the EXP?
0: Um, I was solo when I came from Windermere. They weren't big fans of having teams, mm-hmm. and I knew um, in order to accomplish my goals, I needed to have a team because. You know, I I do over 200 transactions a year and doing that as a solo person without help. I knew that that was all I could do. And so I decided to go to eXp where I could have a team and maximize
1: 200 um, transactions. Good for you.
0: Busy. (laughs)
1: It's phenomenal. So you, you, so you took the jump from Windermere to eXp. So, and that was early 2020. Mm -hmm. So how did the team eventually get built? Did you start building that automatically? Start recruiting people and pulling people with Um, you or how did that work?
0: Yeah, that was kinda of interesting. So I started out with an assistant, just having Tiffany. Um, mm-hmm. and I had her at Windermere too. And then I've never wanted to have a team. And I know my team's gonna kill me for saying that, but I never wanted to have a team because of my corporate America experience where I was just babysitting adults all the time. I never thought I wanted to 20 team.
1: years in the Navy. I'm, I'm all about babysitting <laughs> adults. I'm, I'm, I'm at not,
0: it. <laughs> It's it's not my forte, you know. Sure. And I just wanted to, you know, get my feet on the ground and get shit done. And so right eventually like people kept coming to me and saying, Hey, I, I followed you. I, I want you to help me. And, you know, and so then I just felt obligated to help them, you know, mm-hmm. because there's a lot that happened in my first four years that nobody ever told me or explained or whatever. And then i i put these systems together um, and I've figured it all out myself. And so I feel like giving other people those tools um, right. is important. So I still don't actively recruit. I mean, people come to me if they want to be on the team. not what I heard. (laughs) Okay, I did one.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So that first year at Windermere, how, how was it? Was it pretty slow? Did you hit the ground running? kind of give me, give me a run on how that first year was Because uh, with real realtors. I, I know that first year is pretty, pretty rough. Sometimes
0: I hit the ground running. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's my personality. I never wanted to go back to corporate America.
1: So that was and the big motivator is I, I can't go back. I got to make this work.
0: Yeah. Um, I actually, I had a, a Zillow call my first week and the guy said, Hey, I want to buy this piece of land. And I said, well, do you want to go see it? And he said, no, I just want to buy it. And I, <laughs> I said, okay. And I wrote up the contract and then, you know, 10 days later we close. It was cash transaction. And I pick up a check and it was like $2,500 or something. And I remember looking at it going, oh my God, I spent 15 minutes on this <laughs> and I made 2,500 bucks, but I work like, you know, 40, 50 hours a week at corporate America for a whole month. And I walk out with 2,500 bucks. Yeah. And so it was like, oh my God, I got to make this work. Yeah. And so you that beat was the that ROI.
1: Lawyer. That's, that's phenomenal.
0: Yeah. I was just like, wow. Like I had no idea you could make, you know, that amount of money in real estate. Mm-hmm. Versus sitting at a desk for 40 hours a week.
1: So that first year wasn't rough, huh? It wasn't rough for I me. I was hoping it would be for some reason. I was <laughs> like, I hope that first year for her was bad. <laughs> it was painful. Just so I can see that progression because mm-hmm. from what that first year to what you are now, like, I'm I sure think it's... I did
0: 40, my first year and coming from corporate America and then doing 40 transactions my first year, mm-hmm. um, it, it more than replaced my corporate income.
1: Right. It's phenomenal. So w- what's on the agenda for this year? What do you see this year? with the challenging market and everything changing so much.
0: I'm just going to kick ass and business as usual. Yeah. You know, get my feet on the ground back to basics. Um, when I say back to basics, it, you know, I've thought about it a lot and it essentially, when the, when the market's really busy, it's really easy to forget about thank you cards and closing gifts and
1: yeah. Cause the nurturing. business is being thrown at you. I mean, there's,
0: it's coming at you so fast, yeah. you know, you just like keep your head above water and now it's like, you really have to go back to why you're in the business, you sure. know, and to help people. And, you know, I, I had the clients relocate from New York recently and, and she hates her job when she got here. And so, you know, she now, had her
1: job there or her job when she got here, she
0: got here, oh, the wow. company That's she started horrible. working for. Yeah. So they moved for the husband's job though. And then she just oh, took a I job see. quickly. So anyways, I mean, there's, there's value add, you know, where I'm mm-hmm. like, Hey, what about this one? What about, you know, did you think about this? You know and I'm sending her job listings that she didn't know even existed, you know? Yeah. So just going back to the basics, making sure you're nurturing those past clients and, you know, so important. tying up your shoes and hitting the pavement.
1: Definitely. For sure. So <laughs> that's definitely, you think that's the biggest way you stand out compared to some other realtors? Because I noticed a lot of people, they, they just follow the same wave. They do the same lame closing gifts and yeah. Thanksgiving rolls around. They hand out pies <laughs> and keep it moving.
0: I'm not that person. Um, if you, if you know me, I'm I'm swimming against everybody else. And so I look for things that other people aren't doing. I'm looking for events that other people aren't going to, you know, I don't want to go to an event with 30 realtors. I don't want to give the same pumpkin pie from Costco Costco. every holiday, which is
1: delicious. I I love Costco pumpkin pie. I mean, it's it's phenomenal, but but you don't stand out when you're you're doing the same thing everybody else is doing.
0: Yep. So I try to be ahead of them or different or, you know, and then the only other thing is like my work ethic. I work 24 seven. I don't enjoy anything else besides work and working out. So
1: like give me a pie. Like in February, that's, that'd make you, <laughs> that'd make you stand out.
0: Yeah. Maybe that's our plan.
1: <laughs> so you have, you have no life besides working out and, and working work. work you out. don't enjoy anything else in life.
0: I don't, I mean, I travel twice a year. Um, the same
1: places or various places,
0: various places. We usually go international and it's just my husband and I, mm-hmm. um, my 14 year old gets to stay home. Um, you don't take him? No, no, that's for me and him to get away. Oh. Um, and then sometimes during spring break, we'll take him somewhere. But right
1: on. Where's the next trip to?
0: We're trying to debate. So I want to go back to Malta. We've been there and it's the most beautiful place on earth. Mm-hmm. Um, but in 2020, Greece and Fiji got canceled, so we're reconsidering those two as well.
1: We're at in Greece. I've been there several times.
0: I have no idea, so I'm yeah. not allowed to pick where we go anymore. I oh, that, the that's Dominican. all again. Yeah, I picked the Dominican one year, and we both hated it, and changed our flights and came home. I mean, it's. So <laughs> I don't get to choose anymore.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I would have took that away from me too if you would have picked a yeah,
0: I hated DR
1: it. over a anything else in the world.
0: Well, and they, they eat hot dogs, and I don't eat hot dogs, so I starved for two days. What? I changed my flight and came home.
1: That's the, like the <laughs> world's perfect food.
0: No, I'm very lucky. I don't eat eggs either, and you see everybody online freaking out about eggs. The egg price eggs. is like,
1: I, I guess I'm just oblivious to like prices of things. I'm not trying to flex or anything, but I just, I throw stuff in my Instacart and it gets delivered. I don't really pay attention to... You
0: pay for Instacart? Are dude. you rich? <laughs>
1: I got a sugar mama. Shout out Veronica, taking good care of me. No, it's it's at a. I say laziness. Just COVID made me lazy. Like as far as shopping goes, like I don't want to go to the store. Yeah, and I, I won't instacart everything, but I, I refuse to, to to go to Costco for anything. So anything I get from Costco is instacarted.
0: Oh, see, I go to Costco, Um, and then my and also it's also
1: rest. dangerous if I go there because like, dude, I go there and I'm hungry. I'm like buying a bunch of random things and I end up spending like six, seven hundred bucks. I'm like, I came here for like. 10 things and yeah, it's, it's a little ridiculous.
0: Yeah. Not me. My husband goes to the store and he goes at like six o'clock on the weekends. So it's never crowded. And then same thing. I'll go on like a Monday at like 11 where everybody else is at work. Mm-hmm. So Instacart is um, too expensive for my taste. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's probably one thing you don't know about me is I am a bargain shopper to the Dude, point where I get made fun of.
1: <laughs> you and Sam are so alike. I know. <laughs> So social media how important do you think it is to have a have a strong presence on various platforms and what do you think the return on investment is with with that in, uh, in 2023?
0: It's it's super important. Um especially in 2023 because um the real estate market is down a little bit as we all know nationwide. Um, and social media is just a almost free way to get your name out there and get exposure. And yeah. so I tell the people on my team that you know I can't go anywhere you know, I can't go to Costco in my pajamas. Like, make sure you're not going to Costco in your pajamas because if you're doing it right, you shouldn't be able to, you know, be unrecognizable when mm-hmm. when you're out in public.
1: For sure. That's so funny. So with social media, I, I, I see you put some effort into it and there's some good quality content you put out. You're not making TikToks, pointing at words on a screen. Dancing. You'll dancing. never see
0: me dancing on TikTok. So
1: cringy.
0: <laughs> I honestly, um, I have a TikTok and I don't even use it.
1: Yeah. Mm. For sure. I'm surprised you even have one. Yeah, I don't. So, with with a realtor coming in the market in 2023, what advice would you give them?
0: Oh man, um, that's a hard one. I mean, I, I do think it's a rough year for a new person as the market slows down. Do you think
1: it's good or bad entering the, the entering the market as a realtor in this changing market?
0: Um, I actually think it's good uh, because you get a chance to get your feet underneath you. Um, you get a chance to really learn, you know, the forms and. Set up your systems and all of that kind of stuff. Whereas if you jumped in a couple of years ago, it's like sink or swim, you know, it, the market's moving so fast, you might get passed by. Whereas a new realtor right now, I feel like there's a lot of time for education. There's a lot of time to get your system set up. There's a lot of time for lead follow-up mm-hmm. um, and just learning to do things the right way.
1: Really just dial in your brand and get everything mm-hmm. going for sure definitely some benefit coming into market now versus yeah past couple of years when it's just been so, so busy.
0: Yeah. That's why in 2016, when I got in, I felt like it was right before the market took off. You know, we still had, you know, sellers paying closing costs and things like that. And then shortly after that, all of that went away and it was kind of a whirlwind. Mm-hmm. The market was moving so quickly. And now we're kind of back to that point where it's like, okay, let's, let's uh, look at my systems again, make sure, you know, I'm, I'm efficient and make sure I'm back to basics.
1: So is it kind of nice now kind of, you kind of get to take mm-hmm. a breath and kind of take a step back and it's not the way it was last year and the year before.
0: I actually do like it. um, And I like it because um, there was some, some of the people on my team, they were a little bit concerned. Like, are we giving them the best advice when we're telling them they have to waive their inspection or they're not going to get the house, yeah. you know, For sure. or, you know, offering 30,000 over asking like, is this ethical? You know? And so there was kind of that, you know, going back and forth, like, I don't want that monkey on my back. You know, I, I want to tell them to have an inspection, but we're also not going to get the house. And so it right. is nice that buyers, that the playing field is actually even now between buyers and sellers.
1: Right on. What, what's your buyer demographic look like? It's a lot of people relocating to the area. Is it people homegrown here, Hanford folks? what what's your typical buyer look like? Do you have a typical buyer?
0: Um I don't cuz my reach is so big mm-hmm. that I get people from all over the place, but I do a lot of online advertising and so I do get a lot of um people moving into the area for Hanford or Amazon or places like that. Um and then they typically find me online, you know, and I mm-hmm. I think that a lot of realtors say, you know, don't use Zillow, it's so bad. But like when somebody's moving from New York, where's the first place they go to look for houses? Zillow. I mean, they they go online and they look at Zillow, Realtor.com, Redfin, things like that. So I, I believe in the power of um, a platform like that.
1: Definitely. So when you say you advertise online, with Facebook ads, Google ads, a little bit of both? Everything. Everything?
0: <laughs> HomeSnap ads, Facebook ads, Google ads, Zillow. I mean... There's a lot of people that will call you and it's kind of a sham, but um, there is we get those
1: random calls all the time. <laughs> yeah. Like, I, I don't want my name on a, on a grocery card at no Safeway. That gosh. is the worst the
0: golf, course. <laughs> the golf
1: course the golf course yes. golf course ones. I'm
0: like no, I no thank you. But there is some that work, you know, yeah, and sure. and I play around with those.
1: Mm-hmm. Do you manage that all yourself or do you have somebody else to take care, take care of that?
0: I do it all myself. Wow. Really? Yeah. And I've been, I've been lucky. I've just kind of figured it out over time. Mm-hmm. Um, there is like, you know, I, I believe in professional photography, you know? And so when I get my headshots done, it's not from my cell phone, I'm not putting that on my business card.
1: I can't take a selfie, selfie with my <laughs> iPhone five. No, that's not going to work.
0: No, it's not going to work. <laughs> but like actually pushing out social media and you know, all that I do that myself.
1: Definitely. Yeah, n- nothing's kind of off topic, but nothing annoys me more than seeing, like, a listing for a house and, like, seeing, like, the worst pictures taken. Yeah. Especially right now. Like, I know. you're doing your 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 customers a disservice by not spending a couple extra bucks to get your professional pictures and taken. And I have
0: to say, like, if I'm going to put my name on it, it's going to be 100%. Absolutely. You
1: know? That's part of your brand. I mean, yeah. why would you not make that effort? I
0: had somebody call me and say, why do you hire a professional photographer on you know, foreclosure, short sale, something under 200,000. And my response was because my name is on the sign yep, and my name doesn't mean half-assed, you know, I'm going to go a hundred percent for that one. Just like I am the luxury house.
1: Right. They know what they expect Mm -hmm. when they come to you like McDonald's. I know what I'm going to get. Yeah, definitely. The dials into your brand and says a lot about your work ethic and you know, how you care you're on death row. What's your last meal you get? You don't have to meal prep. It's it's your final meal. What what are you having?
0: I'm not a foodie, but if I did have to say, um, I would say Domino's pizza.
1: That's your guilty pleasure, Domino's yeah, pizza. It's like
0: six bucks.
1: <laughs> it's your last meal on earth. Like
0: I know that's probably what I would eat. I'm not a foodie, but you know I would want a good cup of coffee.
1: So, a good cup of coffee, cup Domino's of coffee. pizza. Mm-hmm. Nothing sweet.
0: Um, our cookie house. If you haven't had their s'mores cookies, yeah.
1: I'm curious about the cookie trend moving forward because there's so many random cookie places popping up. Like mm-hmm. cupcakes were huge a couple years ago and I don't see any cupcake places anymore.
0: No, there's Frost Me Sweet in Tri-Cities, but- um, They
1: do food and other stuff too. They
0: do food. And well, their food's, food's pretty, pretty good. good, but their cupcakes are amazing.
1: they French fries. Have you ever had the fries there? No. They're like a, uh, so they have like a white sauce on them oh. and they have like fried bacon fat or pork That's belly great. on it.
0: That's all probably why i haven't dated
1: (laughs) (laughs) shocker that that we don't eat the same or or feel the same about food if my
0: trainer sees this we're in trouble (laughs) (laughs) i'll
1: block him he ain't gonna see it all right Lacey, i appreciate you coming in yeah um all the best of luck this year and look forward to you know working with you in the future you as well all right thanks